AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. It's the Matt McNeil Show for your Thursday. Good to be with you today, Matt and Patrick. And right away from the top of the show, Robert Pilot is kind enough to join us. Native Roots Radio, I am awake on in the 5 p.m. hour. We will uh, good pleasure to have him on the air with us to talk about the uh, U.S. Supreme Court ruling today that rejected a challenge to a federal law aimed at keeping Native American children within the foster care system in Native American homes. Robert Pilot, kind enough to talk about this ruling as it came down. Hey, Robert, how are you? Hey, pretty good. Thanks for having me on, Matt. I uh, always love coming on your show. Oh, it's, well, it's my pleasure to have you on the show. And once again, to everyone out there, Robert's show just moved back to the five o'clock hour as as nature intended. <laughs> Following me, it's me and then Robert. If you are not listening to Native Roots Radio, I'm awake. You are wrong. It is a fantastic show. Uh, that absolutely gives you a perspective of Native American issues from the Native American perspective, and it will help you understand a lot more about these complicated issues as opposed to, no, it isn't. And the reality is, is that this is, we need to actually start paying attention and doing what we were supposed to do with the treaties and following through to Native American rights. And so you'll, you'll learn all about that in Native Roots Radio, I'm Awake, which kind of piggybacks into what's going on here. 7-2 ruling here. They upheld the 1978 Indian Child Welfare Act. Why don't you talk a little bit about that uh, and, and the significance of this ruling? Well, you know, one of the ways that I believe, uh, you know, at first uh, the government in the last 500 years we've been trying to protect ourselves as uh, first peoples of this nation. And one of the, one of the ways they tried was uh, getting p- kids adopted. And, you know, we talked – a few times, Matt, I know about the documentary Finding Cleo that was out of Canada. It's an eight-part series, and it, it talks about the 60s scoop. And in Canada, that's what it's called, when uh, kids were taken from their family and put out for adoption. And now the ruling in 1978 uh, stopped that and, or, you know, stopped that. You know, there's... Uh, at the time, uh, there was 35% of all Native American children removed from uh, the Native population. And that's significant. That That is uh, taking away our people and put out for adoptions. Uh, our children and our relatives don't know anything about their culture. And that's a way uh, for us to be... Uh, you know, wiped out on this uh, hemisphere. Mm-hmm. And we've been fighting back. And with ICWA, the, you know, the Indian Child Welfare Act w- that was established in 1978 has slowed this down and uh, literally stopped it. And what that means is that first rights are to the family, to this person that uh, needs a family to uh be hooked up with their family, which means then they're also hooked up with their their culture, who they are, who their family is, and the language. And uh, th- that is so significant for anyone to know who they are, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, you know, and I just have to say this too, Matt, before I forget, I really wanted to say this and bring this up, is the people that were fighting this for free – are the oil companies and the people that were putting uh, pipelines through Standing Rock and Line 3. These are the people that are supporting this because they want to get rid of our sovereignty. Mm-hmm. They want to be able to come into our lands and take our minerals and take everything. And uh, that's one of the most amazing things, the old cliche, follow the money. Uh, I wanted to bring that up, that th- th- this... 
family during this uh, that uh, had this child, this native child, uh, was being supported by oil companies and mineral rights companies. They were paying for their lawyers, and that to me is just an amazing uh, fact that isn't talked uh, talked about a lot. The case Brackeen versus uh, Holland. Uh, this basically, it's a Texas couple. They had adopted already one Native American child. There was a stepsister that had been living with them. They wanted to adopt it, but the I believe it's the Navajo Nation said no. We're we're not going to allow this. And once again, as you go, as you pointed out there. Before the IWCA was adopted, between 25 and 35 percent of all Native American children were being taken from their homes and placed with uh, adoptive families, foster care, boarding schools that weren't Native American. So this was this was needed to preserve the Native American culture and, once again, the sovereignty, because this is the important thing. Uh, Bracken, Brackeen, I believe it is, Brackeen, right. they, their argument was that this was a racial thing. But as the Supreme Court quite, you know, quite and and bluntly pointed out, this isn't racial. This is political. This is right. a tribal nation. This would be the same thing as we had a a treaty with England, treaty with mm-hmm. with China or Japan or anything like this. This is a treaty with the Native American the nations, and that their nation rights, national rights, supersede this. And so it was it was refreshing to see that once again, we actually have started to see. Some of these rulings come down in favor of, well, the, the bare minimum, <laughs> agreeing to the treaties, the bare minimum of what was promised. You know, Matt, I just want to say this, too. Uh, I was at the Four Sisters Market in Minneapolis on Franklin Avenue, and uh, WCCO Television was there, and they uh, interviewed me. And one of the things they asked, Matt, which was really interesting uh, – how many people do I know that this w- that this will uh, affect directly was the question, and I was taken aback by that question because of what does it matter one and two? My answer was, we're this affects all our kids, all our children in the next seven generations. This is about like you said, sovereignty. This was the attack on sovereignty. This is the attack where. You know, uh, somebody like Trump can uh, put up a casino right next to our casino or, or, you know, just it's more about, you know, the children and the next seven generations not being stolen from us. Well, and and, and, and I agree with you wholeheartedly. Who cares if it's zero? It's just this is not right Right. that the Native Native American nations don't have a say in their own citizens. And that is and and, and it's that blunt. I mean, if you want to put it into lawyer speak, I guess that's the way to do it. The Native American nations have a right to dictate what's right for their citizens, just as England has for English people and the Irish have for the Irish and the Canadians have for the Canadians. They have a right and to to basically – it doesn't matter how many people you may know or someone else may know. This is just you can't infringe on the Native American national rights, which have been infringed on mightily over the years. But finally, we're starting to get some basic rulings that are saying, yes, these treaties do supersede even the constitutional law. Right. And if you read the Constitution, treaties do uh, supersede the Constitution and laws. And uh, they just haven't been – uh, followed or uh, acted on. And we talk about this on Native Roots Radio, too, is that uh, the treaties work both ways, and they're, they're protecting not only sovereign nations but American citizens, too. Uh, so it's not a one-sided 
thing when you sign a treaty, and I think that's a, one of the bad raps that we hear about that. And I just got to say this too: ICWA uh, law came out in 1978, so that wasn't 300 years ago, 200 years ago that we didn't have this right. This was when I was a 17 year old, a junior in high school. Just like uh, the freedom, uh, the the freedom of religion act, we couldn't. Uh, we couldn't do our own religion. Native Americans couldn't practice their own religion until 1978 legally in this country. And supposedly this country was based on the freedom of religion. So, again, there's a lot of different uh, whose laws, uh, who's, you know, who's, who's getting, you know, who's a citizen? Who's, who is the people running this country? Who's the people that are, uh, uh, you know, Benefiting from this, mm-hmm. the uh, two votes were against. I'll let you take a wild guess at which two clown cars on the Supreme Court ruled against this. Uh, of course, well, was, I know one of them that should be in prison. Yeah, uh, Thomas and Alito were the two knuckleheads. Alito, right. Alito, doing this. I mean, I'm just going to read this to you, just to tell you still how far we have yet to go. This is Alito in his dissent. He was saying that the federal law has often resulted in custody cases omitting what's in a child's best interest. This is a white guy telling Native Americans, we need to take your kids away from you and put them in with white households because we, as white people, know what's best for you. Once again, this is not the 1800s. This is 2023. And here is a Supreme Court justice still putting out this crap. Yeah. Uh, it's an amazing too. And I just want to say, I know we don't have too much more time, but I wanted to just give a quick shout out to you, Matt, and all the work. And I really consider you a, like a major, uh, what we call white ally, uh, for the native cause. And we need, we, we need people like you to be our, our allies. You know, there's mm-hmm. only, uh, 3%. Uh, Native Americans in the state of Minnesota. And uh, so that's 97% of the the people that aren't Native American but uh, appreciate us. And then with – I've listened to your show many times talking about our issues and I really appreciate that. And I think we're here to uh, – Native Roots Radio too is to educate our allies. And I really appreciate all the work you've done all these years that I've been listening to your show, and that's been a long time. You know, if I, if I may, Robert, there is one thing I, I, I mentioned to you, and I, I, I talked on the air here. I went to that St. Louis Park powwow, which, by the way, if you've not been to a powwow, they're a hoot. You need to go. They're good fun, man. Yeah. Uh, they're good fun. And I was there, and, of course, what happens is someone from the St. Louis Park schools that put this pow, helped put this powwow on came on mm-hmm. out and did their traditional, we'd like to recognize we are on Native American land. Mm-hmm. The host who was Native American came on out and said, I need to make sure we say something. It's nice that you say that. But that's like someone coming up to you saying, I'm going to acknowledge this is your purse, but I'm still going to take it. And, 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 I, and I thought that that really resonated with me. And, I, and it, became, it started me down a path of thought about how do we as the white population here make this right because the Native Americans – and not just the Native Americans, but the, 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 the ancestors of the enslaved African Americans as well. There are undeniable wrongs here that need to be corrected. And, you know, there, there's a whole – there's sometimes talk about, oh, well, we need to get land back and stuff like this. And I, and I don't know how – there's complications on a lot of that there. I mean I wish it was some, something so easy. But I was – I just did some math. The annual retail sales of this country is $5 trillion, $500 billion, okay? If we put into place a, point, a 100 
per uh, one one hundredth of a cent tax nationally on retail. One one hundredth of a cent. So that basically for every hundred dollars you spend, it costs one penny. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you do the math on that, it will be basically five hundred and fifty million dollars each year. No one would even miss it. No one would even miss it. It would be a fraction of a fraction that would be rolled into this. We would create $550 million, and that would be a fund that we could send to the Native Americans and to the enslaved African American descendants as retribution for what had happened. And, and I think that that is, that is something that we need to start actually thinking about that because we can impl- implement that. It would not be anything anyone would – no one's going to sit there and scream, I want my penny back. No one's going to do that. And so you could do that and you would end up creating at least a nice fund where we can get the money to the Native Americans and you know they can use it however they want. However they want to do it, development, investment, however they want to do it. Protect their lands, heaven forbid. You know they could do a lot of things with it and I think that I think we need to start having some discussions on something so simplistic as that. And, 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 you know, saying we need to make this right. Does that make any sense? Would that, well, would that be a good idea? What makes sense to me, and I just have to say this, is that 97% of the tribes out there, of the 540 recognized tribes, do not have a casino, mm-hmm. do not have any extra income. So that does make sense to me. And I wanted to say another thing about land acknowledgments, too. Mm-hmm. Land acknowledgments are for white people. So yes. if if they ask me to do it now, I I, I grace, gracefully say no. This is for you guys. You can read it. It's nice for me to read over who you're acknowledging here. Um, but you know they stopped asking me um, to do land acknowledgments when I would say my land acknowledgement is uh, give us our land back. <laughs> but, but that doesn't go over well, and then they don't want to give you that per diem or what that little uh, check. But uh, to come in there and, and be your token Indian. But yeah, just to let our, your your audience know, the land acknowledgments are for you guys. Yeah, we know where we're from. Yeah, and and it's and it's something that it's about. That's about white guilt. And white guilt only goes to white people. This is something, if you really want to start solving this problem, I don't know, $550 million a year, which no one would miss, is well, a good place to start. It's a, it's half of a B-1 bomber. So it really is. One less. One less <laughs> a year. I will have a big fight with the military then because they don't want to give up any of those. Uh, I will say this. I, I also brought this up when the Corps of Engineers canceled that contract up in northern Minnesota, basically right. saying, reminding everyone, yes, Native American sovereign rights supersede this. And if you guys can't promise the Native Americans you can do it, and the Native Americans have a right to say, no, you're not going to do it. It, it it's It tells you how far we still have yet to go when basically just – Following what the treaty says, the bare minimum is treated as a major victory. So I, I think at least there are some signs that people are acknowledging, yeah, these treaties do matter and we have to actually recognize them. Well, I think by you having a show, me having a show and talking about this is, uh, you know, I always say this about elections. We outnumber uh, the Republicans. So yep. but and to acknowledge and to educate our allies, which – People want to know about Native Americans. You know, they want to know this stuff. So it, for AM 950, for one, for you, Matt, to talk about uh, these sometimes unpleasant things uh, that happen to Native Americans, I just appreciate tremendously. And uh, again, think of you, uh, AM 950, as a big ally to our cause here on Turtle Island. 
we just we have to fix this. I mean, it's 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 been too long, as you said, five hundred years. We have to start fixing this. And sitting there saying no is not going to do it. No, we don't. We don't need any more Thomases and Alitos. <laughs> we don't need any more those. Guys. I'm I so glad. Shocked, oh, uh, Matt. I was I was shocked. So in a good way, I was totally surprised, and especially after Roe versus Wade, I yeah. thought we were goners. And I want to give Minnesota politicians a shout out because they yes. did Nikwa. Oh yeah, well, and well, and and also, I mean, I heard you on your show talk about the list of things specifically out of this last session that went to help the Native American tribes in the, in in this state. It really is an impressive list. This last political session, this oh. legislative session, was a little something special. Totally, and it was what the Minnesota Miracle Part Two. Absolutely. Uh, are you glad to be back in the five? I love it. I love it. I can go to my boat after the show. And uh, <laughs> wait a minute. When, when, when am I getting an invite to the boat, man? <laughs> Very soon. But yeah, I mean, I can do things other words. And I love uh, being uh, your salt, uh, uh, our pepper. You know, mm-hmm. you and I uh, really. I think it's a really great combination where you're really letting us letting us have it in a good way, and then we just kind of soft, soft, uh, soft pedal everyone home. I, it's I'm I'm glad to be your opening act. I mean, absolutely, I'm glad to be your opening act because it is. I I wish we had more shows like that because it's it's a show that if you don't know much about Native American issues, and let's face it, a lot of white people do not know a dang thing about Native American issues. If you listen to just one show with Robert and crew, you're going to get educated quite a bit, and it it's a. You can't solve a problem unless you're willing to acknowledge the problem exists, and that's what Robert and his crew do a very good job of, just pointing out this is the problem. We need to fix it. Yeah, and I got to give a shout-out to AM952. They get that. They get that. Uh, This is a progressive uh, issue. We're all about Mother Earth and Father Sky and protecting it, and the natives are the last line of defense with this world and this country uh, about protecting our water and our air, and uh, we'll be fighting for it until we die. I am just I, – I, it's, it's, it, this is your fight. I'm glad to be on your side. You right tell on. me what you need me to do. That's my job is I'm just here to do what you guys need me to do. So you let me know, and I'm glad to do it for you, sir. Well, you are doing it, and I appreciate you, Matt, and I always appreciate coming on your show too and promoting Native Roots Radio uh, from 5 to 6 here on AM 950. I'll, oh, give, wow. I'll give you one last thing here, Robert. Anything you want to say on the Twins? Oh, my goodness. Uh, <laughs> two in a row. They beat the Brew Crew. Uh, what is going on? Is strikeout, Can we just strike out every third time oh, in gosh. bat 190? Is, is that a thing now here? Am I crazy, or did at the end of that first game with the Brewers, did Correa and the rest of them basically look at the coaching staff and say, okay, we're done doing it your way? That's what it feels like to me. And oh, that was that ninth inning comeback, and then yesterday they kind of they took care of business yesterday. That's a really good point because I'll tell you, Correa was swinging from the heels, and was that a changeup? Wasn't it? I bl- of what the triple yesterday or the home run? The home run. Oh, that home run! I think it was supposed to be a changeup. It came down in the middle of the plate at about seventy. <laughs> I think I could hit it over second base at least. <laughs> Indeed, uh, Robert Pilot, Native Roots Radio. I'm awake. That is up at five o'clock this afternoon. Just make sure you stay with us throughout the afternoon, right here on AM nine fifty. Robert, an absolute privilege. Thank you very much. I appreciate your insight today.
Pinagigi and keep up the great work, Matt. Thank you so much. My privilege. Uh, Robert Pilot, let's take a break. We'll come on back. I'll talk a little bit more about the case and also a little bit about the Supreme Court because, once again, I think that this is a realization that if they go down this right-wing path too far, that they're going to doom the Republicans. I'll talk a little bit about that as well. It's the Matt McNeil Show right here on AM 950.